Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, our fighting force is number 99. Cover date, April 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Joe Kubert. Edited by Robert Kaniger. Featuring No Mercy in Vietnam. Writer Robert Kaniger, artist Irving Novick. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away. We go go. Nick Hunter saved the life of his twin brother Phil several times over the years, risking injury to himself in the process. When Nick's plane is shot down deep behind enemy lines in Vietnam, Captain Phil Hunter vows to find him. After saving the life of a Vietnamese girl, Lu Lin, she guides him into Viet Cong territory. Captain Hunter encounters enemy soldiers on the way and stops an ambush. He then helps rescue several soldiers who are trying to make it back to their own base. However, his brother is not among them. Undeterred, Phil vows to continue trying to find his brother Nick. Confused? You shouldn't be. It's a pretty simple story. We'll be right back after this to explain everything. Sex, hygiene, and venereal disease from the War Department. Crossing your fingers won't prevent venereal disease, but a prophylaxis will. Venereal diseases, syphilis, gonorrhea, how they are caught, how dangerous they are, and how they can be cured by free treatment. What are venereal diseases? There are two chief venereal diseases, syphilis, also known as the pox or the bad disorder, and gonorrhea, commonly known as the clap. Are they serious? Unless promptly treated and cured, they cause many serious illnesses, including paralysis, blindness, heart disease, madness, and premature death. Syphilis is one of the chief of the killing diseases. But gonorrhea is said to be no worse than a cold in the head. No such comparison is possible. It may and often does bring stricture, kidney and bladder disease, severe inflammation of the ovaries, internal abscess, sterility, and sometimes death itself. In the case of women, gonorrhea is specially serious disease. How are venereal diseases caught? Chiefly caused by casual sexual intercourse. Can they be caught in any other way? They may be caught, though this is not very common, by using other people's towels, glasses, by kissing, etc., or in public lavatories or conveniences. Can venereal disease only be caught from a professional prostitute? No, it can be caught from anybody who has it. The payment of money makes no difference. Amateurs are even more dangerous than professionals. For the axis, use prophylaxis. 
Mobile access prevents venereal disease. Cause they're hunters, identical hunters, and you'll find one's dog tag number is 408-866, and the other <laughs> one's dog tag number is 409966. <laughs> hey, uh, 409-966 is also the serial number of Sergeant Rock. Is it really? Top kick of Easy Company. How do you know that? I read it on the internet, so okay. it must be true. Okay. Also, allegedly, the number 409966 was writer Robert Kaniger's own dog tag number during the time he spent in the service. Wow. Uh, Robert Kaniger, as you may remember, is the writer of this story and the editor of Our Fighting Forces, number 99, long associated with DC's War Comics, but also had a long association with Wonder Woman mm-hmm. as a writer, and wrote uh, Mystery of the Human Thunderbolt, which was the first appearance of the Silver Age Flash, Barry Allen. Okay. So there you go. Barry Allen, Wonder Woman, War Comics. And the war. In fact, I think he created Sergeant Rock. Okay. Uh, at least he wrote him for a long time. He also wrote The Black Canary, a six-page Johnny Thunder story which introduced the Black Canary com- character in Flash Comics in 1947. Was this written, you say, written by Joe Kubert? Uh, Joe Kubert's the artist, also long associated with DC's War Comics and with such characters as Hawkman. Sorry, the name of the... Kaniger? Kaniger. Bill Kaniger? Robert Kaniger. Thank, sorry, thank you so much. You're welcome. Robert Kaniger was the, um, the writer... Yes. That, that we talked about first. Yeah. Sorry, well, you're throwing out all those names, and then when you said Barry Allen, I, I got stuck in a, in, a, in a thing. I'm not a very good oral learner. Um, Me neither. I'm, I'm really not. I get, um, that's, you know what? What? When we play board games with our friends, yeah. I would much rather read the rules while they're talking than actually hear the rules. I get lost after a while. Right, and you know what else? What? I'm the same way, except that I also have poor reading comprehension. <laughs> so. I have excellent reading comprehension. I just wait for someone to tell me what to do, and then I do it. So I guess that makes me an oral learner. <laughs> makes you a follower. Um, a natural follower. The world needs those. Absolutely. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have military combat. No, I was, at, I was just at a, um, a, a group gathering with some friends playing a game recently, and we played a couple of games, and, and the rules were, in one game, were a little bit sophisticated, and, and I just thought, you know, whenever I play new games, I always read. Nude games? New what games. What kind of games were you playing with your friends? <laughs> well, since you weren't there, there were no rules. Oh! Oh, hey, there's a crisis hey, down in the living room. Well, I hope that picked up on the audio or nobody will know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, the dog's barking, everybody. In case you can't hear it. Oh, my God. Crisis averted. Okay. Hey, I have to give a shout-out to my friends over at Gal Walks Into a Comic Shop, Bob yeah. and Barbara. Yes. Where I was the comics trivia champion. Congratulations. Thank you. Because of my... I wasn't doing very well in the game no. as a whole. But I brought up the rear with <laughs> my 
deep knowledge of quality comics from the 1940s. Mm -hmm. And my winning answer of Bozo the Robot. Well done. Thank you. So I'll appear on the very finals in November. I'll let everyone the know about that. Very finals. And my lovely prize was this book written by Barbara called Niagara Falls for Everybody. What to see and enjoy a complete guide. I highly recommend it. It's beautiful photography, number Isn't it? one. And the, number the, two the, the weight of the paper is very nice. It's yes. beautiful typesetting of beautiful colors. Lots of things to see. In and around Niagara Falls that are not necessarily Niagara Falls. That's nice. Which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a section at the back called Off the Beaten Path, which is, you know, we like to... Of course. Yeah, get away from the tourists. So, it's fantastic. Go look for it on Amazon. And uh, don't forget to leave a nice review if you do purchase the book and enjoy it. What else? What kind of gum are you chewing today? Uh, today I'm, I'm chewing Trident Perfect Peppermint. Oh. Bursting with more flavor. Dear. Mm, it's delicious. not our official gum sponsor. Uh, no, it is not our official gum. No. I heard of two new flavors of uh, Ice Cubes gum this week. Yes. Which I have never had. Please tell me. One's watermelon, which I've Oh, had. Yeah. I've had that before. I'm not interested in that. The other one is Fruit Punch, though. Say, our our friend Jake tried it and gave it a B plus. A B plus. Yep. Oh dear. I'm sorry about that. Um, are we going to get some? Well, I've been looking for it, but you know who makes it? Ice cubes gum. Oh, okay. Ice cubes gum. That's the only gum I chew. Uh, I was looking for that little thing I sent you in a text message, but I cannot find it. What was it? Well, there's a little place I want to go to up in um. Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, that yeah. I want us to go to. Um, I put the note on my phone, but I turned off my phone. So Is it a candy factory? No, it's a little cafe, and it's and they make Persian coffee and okay. and delicious tea cakes, and I really want to try it out. So, I'm in. we'll be going there sometime soon. Done. Yes, tried it. Perfectly peppermint. Bursting with more flavor. Um, so today we're looking at Our Fighting Forces number 99, mm -hmm. which... Uh, proclaims on the cover that it features a special battle star. And that battle star is not Galactica, <laughs> no. the Hunter. The Hunter. In a savage war that's riddling the rules. So, I find this very interesting that we have comics being written contemporaneously with the Vietnam War. Yeah. About the Vietnam War. Yeah. So this, Did you find it? You say you found it interesting. Well, I just find it interesting that it's so like gung ho. Yes, war. Let's go. Um, and I was looking up the contemporary views of Americans about the Vietnam War in 1966. Have when they turned this comic, yet? yes, certainly they had. Ops's strong opposition to the war started in 1964. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is written in 1966, cover date April, so it's probably appearing in February. Okay. So, uh, in February 1966, a group of about 100 veterans attempted to return their military... Wait, 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 wait. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. What? Please explain this to me. Cover date... Yes. April, but it's probably appearing in February. Oh, yes. So, comics, when I say the cover date is April... Mm -hmm. It probably would have been for sale in February, and they cover date a couple of months ahead so that, you know, in those days they were just selling comics in the drugstore and okay. the newsstand and whatnot. So 
people who didn't know anything about comics, if they look at the cover date and it says April, they're going to leave it out for sale until April, right? Even okay. though it's, it's for sale in February. So it's very common for for the months to appear a couple months in yeah, yeah, it's yeah. on the cover. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that still something that's, that's done today? It is. Wow. And I believe it's done in pretty commonly in all periodicals, magazines, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I know that we receive magazines with uh, in advance, with one month in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we barely receive any magazines anymore. You know, cooking, know. cooking lights going out. They, they I went, saw Now it's a that. healthy cooking magazine. Well, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. I'll just cook what I want. Uh. Um, I still read Vanity Fair, but I get that on my iPad. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I get the print version, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. I used to enjoy drawing a bubble bath when the new edition of Vanity Fair came out. I know you did. But it's so hard to read with your iPad in the bathtub. It is. If it's dangerous. I've dropped my Apple Pencil in the bath twice now. Oh, my God. I know. You just put it Where in the bag. Where are you putting it? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You stick it in your belly button. No, it's in the little holder, but the whole, my holder is loose, and so it slips oh. out. Well, you should just take the Apple Pencil out completely. You don't need well, it. Well, I've started doing that, haven't I? Yeah. I would never. I'm sorry. I'm a klutz. I, I would never take my iPad into the, into the bathtub. I know you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. But you still like analog books, mm-hmm. don't you? Oh, my, yes. I have a whole stack on my nightstand that I'm reading right now. Well, guess what? I have a whole stack of books, too. They're all digital on my iPad, and nobody knows that I'm a hoarder now. Uh, I, <laughs> I also read on a digital format. Okay, so let's get back to this. Um, Rob, you were talking about... Uh, forgive me, I interrupted you. Yes. You were talking about... Um, you said the cover, uh, the cover date is April, so it's yep. probably available in February. We were talking about the contemporaneous views of the Vietnam War, which, of course, went from... 1955 to 1975. America pulled out in 1973. Yeah, and you said pulled out. Saigon, Saigon was overrun in 75, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. So, in February, a group of about 100 veterans attempted to return their military decorations to the White House in protest of the war. On March 26th, anti-war demonstrations were held in several cities around the country with 20,000 people taking part in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, another large demonstration on May 15th with 10,000 picketers calling for an end to the war took place at the Washington Monument, okay. et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, uh, protests are really ramping up in 1966, hmm. which is right around the time when this comic was published. But I would think that um, our fighting forces, the audience for this, would, would be most likely veterans and active duty military. Well, yeah, and kids. Hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say necessarily that this story is pro-war no, as much as it not. is just... Although it is, you know, this is uh, stamped by the Comics Code Authority, mm-hmm. which uh, I'll have to look up the specific rules. I thought they weren't allowed to show people dying, which is why you see, like, planes blown up, but the pilot will parachute out. Right. But we do see very definitely people being blown up mm-hmm. by grenades in this mm-hmm. story. Yeah, I want to pr- point out our first um, mistake between the cover art and the piece inside the story. Go ahead. Um, well, first of all, they're fighting over a hand grenade. Yeah. And the style of hand grenade that he fights with, with the VC, 
um, is, uh, is different. It is a canister uh, grenade, not a hand grenade like this. Yeah. And the Marines that are wounded, uh, not the, 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 the soldiers that are wounded, are floating on a wooden raft in the river yeah. later on, yeah. not an inflatable raft. Not a inflatable not a raft, raft with the U.S. Marine, Marine Corps inflatable raft. No. Um, I wonder what kind of grenades they actually used at the time. Do you know? I, I, I'm sorry, I don't. I just remember how it was drawn. Uh, well... I mean, that looks like a World War II, you know, grenade, but... Notice, yeah, well, notice inside on the splash page, the um, raft is... Wooden. Wooden, and notice that the guy, the VC uh, soldier, is holding in his right hand the type of grenade that basically looks like an upside-down bottle. Like a potato masher. Yes, yes. Well, you know, every single person involved in this story would have served in World War II, probably. Hmm. So that's likely their frame of reference. Yeah, well, of course, we don't, we don't know for sure that these types of grenades weren't used in Vietnam. Right. But I just was pointing out the discrepancies in the art and uh, the realization of the actual battle scene that we will see later on. Because you know what? I don't know anything about Vietnam, honestly. I was a baby then. Okay. <laughs> I mean, my stepdad served in Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. Nor do I know anything about the military except all the people in my family that served in the military. But there are the people that don't like to talk about it. Yeah. I'm looking up the Comics Code Authority. Okay. Uh, it just says pretty much nudity is not allowed. Profanity, obscenity, smut, vulgarity, or words or symbols which have acquired undesirable meanings mm -hmm. are forbidden. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead, Torture, Vampires, Ghouls, Cannibalism, and Werewolfism are prohibited. Oh, this must not be. This is from the 60s, right? Right. All lurid, unsavory, gruesome illustrations shall be eliminated. Blah, blah, blah. Excessive bloodshed, sadism, masochism, scenes of excessive violence, brutal torture, excessive and unnecessary knife and gunplay. Well, I guess that doesn't specifically prohibit death in a war situation mm -hmm. just that you can't show like the guts and the, mm -hmm. everything happening mm -hmm. well isn't that an in interesting exploration of war comics yeah it is let's move on to the splash page buddy. okay right. new DC's latest battle star Captain Hunter Captain Hunter uh, so Captain Hunter is a captain mm-hmm Captain Phil Hunter. Mm -hmm. He's a captain in the Army? Marines, does it say? Um, I'm saying Army because he's it's wearing Army. Green. Uh, there's a beret. He's wearing a beret. I think, I believe that would make him the Army. Then we have his twin brother, Nick, mm -hmm. who is a lieutenant who has been captured by the Viet Cong. He's a pilot. Hey, did I ever tell you about my friends who had a talking G.I. Joe doll? <laughs> yes, but I would love to, I always love to hear your stories. Well, he, talking G.I. Joe, mm -hmm. tried to swim the uh, Yangtze River. I don't actually know a river in Vietnam. He tried to swim to safety, and uh, his talking mechanism got all mixed up. So thereafter, he spoke only Vietnamese. 
they thought. They didn't speak Vietnamese, but it was right. gibberish, so they just assumed that he had defected to the Viet Cong and right. retreated into the jungle. <laughs> so Nick Hunter, uh, for, also I found another mistake. What? Unless this is a military thing that I don't know about. He first is giving his name, rank, and serial number, and mm-hmm. he says Major. And the Viet Cong continue to call him Major. Mm-hmm. But then he starts calling himself Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yes. So is he a Lieutenant Major, or is that a mistake? I don't know. I don't either. Anyway, he's either a Major or a Lieutenant. Okay. But we do know his serial number, 409966. Yes. We also know that he has a psychic connection to his twin brother, Phil. Yes. Because he's screaming Phil's name in agony, and Phil wakes up in a hot sweat. He does. With the covers of his mouth, so he doesn't scream. Yes. Can you imagine screaming in a barracks? He'd be laughed out of the army, whatever he's in. He's in the army. Hey, remember that episode of Fantasy Island where Annette Funicello was a ventriloquist? Yes. And... Her fantasy was for her dummy to come to life and be her twin sister, but then she could feel anything that happened to the dummy, yes. Annette Funicello could feel. Yes, and she hit her own hand. Yes. And I want to say it was played by Barbara Babs, something Barbara Baba. No, it was Annette Funicello. No, her marionette. No, they were twins. She played a dual role. No, she didn't. Are you sure? Oh my God, I'm so sure. I'm going to IMDb it. I'm, oh my god, you are what? so wrong about this. Are you this. sure? Yes! No. Yes. You know how I love Annette Funicello. I know how you love, and you're correct about that, but it was not played by her. By her. It, wasn't, it wasn't her playing two people. Are you sure? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I would be willing to bet you money that the actress who played the, the, the uh, marionette come to life, Yeah. her name starts with a B. Uh, are you thinking of Barbie Benton? Barbie Benton. I'm going to look this up right now. How much money are we... Uh, $5. Okay. Elizabeth Lizdrake. Oh, she was in three episodes of Fantasy Island. Which one is it? Marianne and Miss Sophisticate. That's what I'm going with. Unemployed actor David Farley gets to replies his signature role of Jungle Man and acclaimed ventriloquist Marianne Carlin is afraid that her marionette Valerie has taken over some of her personality traits. That's it. That's it. Okay. Uh... De- this is your favorite episode, Dennis Cole as Tarzan. Oh. And Annette Funicello. Marin Jensen played Valerie. Oh. That's okay. a deep dive. She played uh, Athena, Starbucks' sister on Battlestar Galactica, the original. She brunette? Yes. Uh, big eyes. Big eyes, very pretty. She looks yes. a lot like our former student and current actress, Malone Thomas. Yes! Star of Bubba the Redneck Wedro- Werewolf. Red Wolf? Werewolf. Bubba the Redneck Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a comics film, mm-hmm. so we should be familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all right. Now, Marin Jensen does look a lot like Barbie Benton, so. Thank you. I will give you that. How much money were we betting? $5. $5. I don't have the cash on me right now, so could I give you, like, two boxes of Ice Cubes gum is worth $6. Will that do you? Uh, a $5 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts would be fine. Um, $5 worth of coffee? As I say, I 
don't have the cash on me right what, now. What, pa- you have two boxes of Ice Cube's gum? Bro, I have seven boxes of Ice Cube's gum on my desk right now at work. Oh, at work? Yeah. Well, then you can stop by Dunkin' Donuts and get me a $5 gift card. Well, yeah, I'm really uh, tight on time tomorrow. Then the $5 so... in cash will work. Okay, well, uh, as I say, I don't have cash on me right now, so agree to disagree. <laughs> Um, how can we get this episode on video since it's your favorite Dennis Cole episode? Oh, he looks so great as Tarzan. Although I'm now as an adult, I mean, I was a, I was a young preteen. What year was that? Um, doesn't say, but I'm going to say 1970, 1980. 1980. So I was nine. Yeah. So it was definitely a preteen, but yeah. my... I was sexually aware. Sure. Like, not like... No, 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 whatever. And I I found him incredibly attractive. Yeah, he was attractive until... Until he beat his wife, Jacqueline Cole. Jacqueline Smith. Smith. Yes. Sorry. Dennis Cole. Yes. Yes. Uh, The beautiful Jacqueline Smith, who has a fantastic Twitter feed. Does she? All the angels do. Mm. They're so pleasant to interact with. Mm -hmm. The original angels I'm talking about. Not the new. No. No. Lucy Liu, she she never interacts. Bite me, Lucy. Speaking of Lucy Liu, pretty Lou Lin, who is serving in the Saigon bar where Phil Hunter is trying to explain to his CO why he's not returning to the service because he's going to creep into the jungle to find his twin brother, uh, explaining that Nick and I are identical twins, mirror lookalikes, tuned into each other's thought wavelengths. There was this time when I fell through the ice in the woods. I was about ten, alone. He cried Nick's name, and Nick came to rescue him. Fell into the ice himself, and held on to his brother. Yeah. Phil. Yeah. Years later, he was in the barn. Oh, they they were rescued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rescued, rescued, because they're adults now. Years later, he was in the barn. The barn caught fire. And he was knocked out by a burning piece of wood. He called his brother's name. His brother came running to help him. Yep. Nope. Get out because you're going to burn yourself alive. But he refuses. Yep. He helps his brother, rescues him, and says, I know that someday you're going to return the favor. And of course, um, Nick got a scar from that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way you can tell them apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick and Phil served in Korea. Uh, his Outfit was battling for its life on the way back from the... Phil's outfit was. Phil's outfit. Way back from the Choisin Reservoir. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Chosen. I think it's Chosen. Chosen Reservoir. Against waves of howling Chinese pouring down from the hills when I noticed a plane flying overhead. Uh, if it weren't for that jet pilot blasting the hill, we'd all be strangling in a sea of chop suey by now. Oh, that's a little racist. Anyway, the plane crashes, the pilot parachutes out, and it's Nick! It's Nick saving his uh, comrades and his brother. Again. Yeah. So, now it appears that Nick has been captured. And then, so and, and uh, Nick says to him, Phil, you know, he says, you old buzzard, I should have known it. Would you save my neck again? When, I, when am I ever going to do something for, uh, something for you for a change? And he says, you'll hear me when the time comes, Phil. I'm not worried. Dun, dun, dun. That's sort of backflash, uh, backstory, flashbacks, I should say, a yep. backstory that gets us to where we are right now. Part two, Captain Hunter in No Mercy in Vietnam. So we get a little bit of a flashback now to the actual crashing of uh, of Nick. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he crashes in the jungle in Viet 
Kong territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, still at the bar, telling a story. That's why he's leaving the service. He's going to go look for his brother into Vietnam, Viet Cong territory. He which notices the North Vietnamese territory, right? Um, which is or North Vietnam, which is um, backed by the Soviet Union and China, and South Vietnam, which is backed by the United States, Australia, and many other Asian countries. Yes. You've done your research. I have done a little bit of research. Uh, Phil notices that the, quote, cute oriental waitress, unquote, is still listening to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. He assumes that she is a Viet Cong spy. Right. Um, Nonetheless, there's... Yeah, I didn't understand this next part. There's well, some... what happens is, so he, he's just sort of watching the waitress, and then these guys come in, these toy vendors come in, and put a couple of their toys on the table. Right. And they're like little action-moving toys that sit on stands that go, whirr, 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 you know, they're like moving. Oh, them. I so, get it. And then the toy vendors don't come in to the bar to say, hey, do you like these? Would you like to buy them? They walk away from the toys. And so Nick, no, I'm sorry. Phil. Phil, Phil knows right away. His instinct, he's like, wait a second, something's not right. And he pushes the table with the toys away, which is a marble top table, toward the toy vendors, and it explodes. So the toys themselves were bombs. Okay. That's pretty tricky. Yes. Uh, and he assumes the waitress is in on it because she gives a glance to the toys. She gives the side eye. Um, now, Nick, no, Phil, is hearing Nick calling his name. Phil, 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 just keep calling Nick. And I'll get to you somehow. Right. As he's leaving, he gets the attention of that Oriental waitress. I'm just going to say Asian from now on. Yes, because she's. Uh, we could also say Vietnamese. She is actually yes, she is Vietnamese for sure. Yes, yes. her name is Lu Lin. Mm-hmm. She's grateful that her life was saved mm-hmm. in the great toy bombing incident mm-hmm. of February 1966. Mm-hmm. And uh, she offers to lead him into the Viet Cong territory to help find his brother. His brother, yep. Now, can he trust her? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. But that's the mark of a hero. Mm-hmm. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, traveling down the road, away from the U.S. Army compound, they come across a group of Vietnamese scouts with prisoners. These would be South Vietnamese. Presumably. The scouts would be presumably South Vietnamese and they found North Vietnamese. Right. However, once they pass him, he turns around and looks and sees that the quote-unquote scouts have sticks of dynamite by their backs. Right, because the scouts have their arms up as if they were... Um, or that the prisoners, rather. The prisoners. Sorry, the yeah. prisoners have their arms up as if they were bound or, or they have to keep them behind their heads. Yes. He, uh, the... Uh, soldiers, the armed soldiers who are leading the prisoners toward the U.S. compound... Are in on it. Are in on it. They tell Phil Hunter to keep his mouth shut. He He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes down swinging with the butt of his rifle, mm-hmm. beating off the North <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> we were beating off Nazis a couple I'll weeks ago, say, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to open fire because that's going to alert the enemy that he's on to them. Yeah. So he beats them with his rifle and then he does finally open fire. Which sets off the which dynamite. Which sets off the dynamite and this is what I was talking about the death because it just blows. Oh yeah, these guys are clearly dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but we don't see any guts or anything, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, good riddance. Punches the rest of the enemy before taking back off down the road with Lulin. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees then some Viet Cong, Viet Cong, sorry, uh, war markers where they have killed American soldiers and left, s- left their helmets hanging on their butts awful. of their rifles. Yeah. Uh, tramping, tramping, tramping through the jungle. Lu Lin guides him carefully and keeps him quiet when necessary. He's pretty sure that she's in on all this Viet Cong activity, but she, for her own reasons, has decided to help him. Yeah, it's interesting. She says um, in that uh, that same page, I think we're both on the same page, that, that middle right-hand panel, Yeah. Um, he said, maybe you knew they were in the vicinity all the time. He's in his question, because he just can't trust her, right? Maybe you're saving me the, um, to be the guest of honor on a weenie roast uh, with me being barbecued. You know, that's, that's like, oh, that's horrible. And she says, think what you will, Captain. I cannot stop from uh, you from turning back. Uh, going ahead with me or killing me if you think that I'm leading you into a trap. There's no mercy in Vietnam. I love that. There's no mercy in Vietnam. Which means she's not saying, I uh, I can be trusted. Right. She's just saying, I understand. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, well, they do share a kiss. So Yeah, and then he kisses the dame. Uh, I mean, I could have seen that coming, mm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Why not a little romance? Right. Now... In comics of 1966, I, that's pretty bold. Interracial kiss. Oh, uh, I guess you're right. Sure I am. 1966 standards, yeah. Or views, yes. Um, so she heads back off into the jungle. He follows her. They come upon an old man. Mm-hmm. And we repeat the line, there's no mercy in Vietnam. Uh so the old man reports that a village near his, who hid wounded birdmen who fell from the sky, is sending them by raft on the river to keep them out of the hands of the Viet Cong. Mm-hmm. Birdmen, of course, meaning pilots. Pilots who have parachuted out of there. And here we come to the picture of him going. They run to the river, to the bluff. Right. And there's the raft constructed of wood. And there's also Viet Cong soldiers on the other side of the river. Shh. They're shooting at the raft. close to them. They're, they they're really like five are. feet away from them. How could they be missing them? You know. Did I, I mean, ever tell you my rafting story? Uh, well, just a minute. You know, if you look at the perspective, right? Yeah. If the if the Viet Cong were just a little bit smaller, we would be able to think, okay, well, maybe they're like twenty five feet away. Right. The because of the size of the soldiers and the size of the of the Viet Cong, of the American soldiers and the Viet Cong, they look like they're about three to five feet away from them shooting at them. Right. Yeah. I can really relate because... Tell me your rafting story. So, uh, we used to go out to the country to our friends, the Youngs. Yes. They had a creek running through their backyard. Yes. So, once, uh, me and one of the sisters were in the raft in the creek. What kind of a raft? A, you know, inflatable. Was it yellow? It was yellow. Okay. Were you there? No, it's just... I'm, I, how old were you? Uh, probably like eight or nine. So this is the 1970s. Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of sophisticated inflatables and we didn't have a Walmart. Right. So we couldn't just pick up any old shit. No. Right? So I was just thinking that it was either going to be standard yellow or orange. Yep, yep. Or maybe gray. Nope, yellow. Yeah. I'm sure I got it at Woolworths or Sears. So the other sister uh, was on the shore. Mm Mm-hmm. 
throwing rocks at us, trying to dive bomb us. So which in the sisters were they? This is, this is uh, Becky was in the raft with me. Oh, Becky. And Beth was on the shore. Becky Young. Yes. And okay. Um, so throwing rocks. Throwing rocks high into the air so that they would come down and bomb us in the raft. Not smart. Well, one rock came down right on top of my head. Uh-huh. As you may know, when you cut your head, it bleeds a lot. Like a mother effer. Yes. So I didn't really feel the impact of the rock. I looked down at my shirt, yes. which was immediately covered in blood, like Carrie, the prom scene. <laughs> well, I screamed for my mother, and that was the end of that fun day. Well, I've heard this story when you've gotten together with the Youngs before. You and I remember when I first met you, I searched the top of your scalp for the scar and found it. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't remember that. I do. Of course, I don't have many memories from well, those days. Well, when we were first together, we used to spend so much time exploring each other's scalps. Stop you. <laughs> Picking nits and whatnot. You're disgusting. You thought I was going to say something else. I sure you? did. Uh, what about these Viet Cong in the river? Oh. Hey, I know. Let's just dive off this cliff and luckily punch one of them in the face as I'm landing. Okay, that's kind of... I thought you might actually break something if you do that. You're certainly going to uh, break your fist and the person's head that you're punching. Right. And then probably your own neck because you're diving into a river, which people are standing in, so it's not any more than four feet deep. Yeah, that's Now, if you look at the perspective of this drawing here at the top of the left-hand side page, this would make you to believe that he's probably diving 20 to 30 feet. Yeah, easily. Right? Easily. And, and um, I'd say about 18 to, 18 to 25 feet. Okay, yeah. so he's diving into water that the guys are standing in. Mm-hmm. Not so clever. No, maybe he's one of those diving, those circus divers that dive off the horses into the kiddie pools. But we might be wrong about this because we both said that those guys are standing in, right? Yeah. But then after he dives and they're underwater, there's clearly a lot more depth to this water. Well, and if you really want to be really want to be specific about this, let's turn back one page. He's on the cliff overlooking at the bottom panel on page thirteen. Yeah, he sees them from a distance. Yeah, they the guys the v, the VCs are standing in the water on the opposite side. Right. Then he runs to the edge of the cliff and dives in. The it's soldiers have now on the same are now side. on the same side that he was on underwater, Maybe. which means that probably there were guys on both sides of the river. Right. Or it could mean that really there's hunter triplets and that the third triplet <laughs> was on the other side of the river and then his consciousness got exchanged with Phil's and he's the one that dived into Okay, the river. so if we're going to go with the theory of the, of the triplet, uh-huh. then let's call that third hunter Tab. Yes. Okay. Tab, Brr. Phil, uh-huh. and, and Nick. Nick. Okay. They're like the Jonas Brothers. Tab, except, so if we're going to go with the Tab and their triplets... Yeah. They're very attractive. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Sure. Then, in 1966, they're attractive. Not, he didn't age that great, but... No, 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 but 1966? Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Tab Tab and his two brothers. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So, 
So let's just say that he's diving into the bed yeah. of the river and mm-hmm. the VCs are there. Yeah. This is a deep part of the river. Maybe the other side of the river, let's say as it's turning in the cut, it's really carved deep past. So there's enough space. There's enough depth for them to be fighting underwater and still have that overhead shot where you can't see much of the bottom below them. Like you get at the bottom of page 14. Yeah, maybe there's like a channel dug out down the middle of it. For yeah. navigation purposes. Or, or maybe that's just a natural occurrence of the river. Sure. We're really married to this idea of trying to figure out exactly uh-huh. how this happened, right? Well, that's what our job is, to explain all of this in real-world physics. Okay, good. That's why I had to bring in that psychic triplet, because that's, the psychic triplet. that's what makes the most Tab sense. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good call, Bob. Right. And then, so at the bottom of page 14, in the center panel, the panel look at the... Um, the uh, the grenade he's holding. Yeah, it's it a is, potato masher. It's a potato masher. It is not the same kind of grenade that we had on the front, on the cover. I am more fascinated by whatever adhesive is on this beret because it is not coming off. He's fighting underwater. He's diving from a high cliff. Okay, have you ever worn a beret that has the, the trim around it? I have not. Because there's no give in those berets. Really? They often, like, sometimes you can get them where they tie in the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I would think that this would be an issue beret that would not come off easily. Okay. So, I, I, you know, I've tried on berets before that are like this. Sure, and, who hasn't? Well, and they can leave a, a, a little a line mark. on your a mark on your forehead. Yeah, huh. so, so it's, it's plausible that this is not going to come off. Of course, I'm more familiar with the Tammy Shanter design. Well, yes, which is actually, a loose, or, or you know, when United Colors of Benetton. Yeah, right. We mm-hmm. all went in and put on the cologne and tried on a beret at one time or another. Sure, movie. sure. Did you ever try any, any pedal paint, pedal pleasure paint? One of those damn things called Capris. No, no, I would never wear Capris. No. I would. When we first, first started teaching in college, yeah, a lot of our kids were wearing. A lot of our male kids were wearing yeah. Capris. Mm-hmm. I never. Well, no, but it was Florida, so they can yeah. wear whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, remember when the Gap had those colognes, and it was like <sighs> dirt, dirt, tomato, grass, grass. And we would, I bought, we we bought a little, a little bottle of the grass. grass. And we both sneezed yeah, all the time. That was terrible. Oh, it wasn't the worst. Um, yeah. I liked tomato though. Okay. <laughs> so if we go to the next page, yes. Um, now what's a Chuck? Uh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck the the not Bronson. That would be Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. Uh, no, 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 no. The the the, the guy who does the the um, weight weight machine. What the hell? Chuck is this? Norris. Chuck Norris. Thank you so much, Chuck Norris. Oh, that looks like him. Yes. So apparently, um, Phil uh, yeah. Nick, yeah, Phil yeah. has just rescued and his psychic twin Tad yeah. Tab yeah. Um, have just rescued Chuck Norris. Now clearly, Tab. Is a psychic construct that uh, absorbs back into Phil's body when he's not needed. That's why we don't see him very often. He's like duo damsel, only a triplet male. Okay, that scans. Mm-hmm. Sure, no problem. But yes, okay. So Chuck Norris is. Oh, well, well, let's not forget that Lucy Liu. Uh, her name's Lee Liu Liu Lin Liu Lin. Lin. Mm-hmm. Let's well, just, just call her Lucy Liu because that's easier. Sure, to remember. Uh-huh. Lucy Liu. That's not racist at all. But go ahead. <laughs> now Lucy Liu is. Probably Chinese. I think she is definitely Chinese. Yes. Okay, but we can check that. So Lu Lin uh-huh. pulls him out of the water. Yeah. Okay, and they uh, they. Oh, by the way, the grenade goes off, and right. they, and he kills all the VCs. Right. Uh-huh. So they rescue the soldiers, and he learns that unfortunately his brother Nick is not with them. Right. But Chuck Norris tells him, 
if your brother were alive, you'd have heard from him by now. Why don't you give up and come back with us? I've got a great role for you in a movie that I'm going to make. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got this idea about a workout bench for the future. Mm-hmm. You know, But uh, Nick turns it down. Right, because he can still hear Nick's voice. No, Phil turns him down because he can oh, still hear God. Nick's eyes. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Phil's he can down. still hear Nick's voice saying, Phil, 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 Phil. Inside <laughs> <laughs> joke. So okay. uh, he agrees to continue following Lou Lin through the jungle to be continued. Mm. Hey, I do happen to know something. Sorry about that. That was me putting down a glass on a tile. Hey, I liked this story. Go ahead, I you know too. something. I liked the artwork particularly. It's by Irv Novick, who uh, I knew in my youth. He drew a lot of Batman and also The Flash. Yes. Um, But it's a very stylized kind of artwork that I would associate with something like the Steve Canyon newspaper strip. Steve Canyon? Steve Canyon is an old-timey newspaper strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another um, Ranger. Uh, Mark Trail. Mark Trail, thank you. Um, So this is only the beginning of one of the most amazing searches in one of the most savage wars in history. Don't miss the next merciless action featuring the hunter of Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, So this storyline will continue throughout our Gogocheck potted issues. Oh, really? And then guess what happens? What? Then they start a new series featuring the father of the hunter boys... Oh. In World War II, WW2, leading Hunter's Hellcats. Is his name Tab? His name is Ben. Oh. The two of us need look no more. We do, both do, fought do, in two different wars. That's just a little song I made up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where we go to rescue Nick. I'm assuming he'll get rescued at the this end. This is the first of the war stories that really took me, that really pulled me in. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I was sad to see this at the bottom of the page saying, you know, this to be continued. I thought, oh, no. Well, I think it's because it's got a hook, doesn't it? It's not just, here's your war story, the end, it's all resolved. Two brothers, one's lost, one's saving him, a little bit of uh, potential espionage, a little bit of spies. Yeah, it's uh, psychic phenomena. Well, well, of course, well, we, of course, we, being such careful readers, we picked up on the psychic stuff right away. Sure, sure, sure. I don't even know if people did see that back then, if they really caught on to that. Well, I mean, there probably was a common perception that twins have some kind of psychic... No, I mean the third one, Tab. Oh, Tab, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it takes a careful reading to pick up on that. Yeah. But uh, we certainly uh, got that. Go us. Yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Let's high five. High five. Um, That's all I have for this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. You? Well, I did read uh, the next story, Odds on Death. I did too, but I... Absolutely horrible. Yeah, I don't remember what's actually Honestly, I read it, it twice. It was basically this guy it's a who guy, tells yeah. people not to bet, and then he uses betting, because they always... He's really good at, at calculating odds. Calculating odds on, on people getting killed. Right. Right? And then he uses the bet to motivate the rest of the soldiers to follow him into battle. You know? Right. Or maybe he doesn't. I, don't, I quite, can't quite figure it out. But honestly, it's such a stupid premise for a story... And it was very disappointing, considering how good the two-part story was in the in the beginning of the issue. Right. Yeah. Um, did you read any of the letters to the editor? I didn't, except it's talking about introducing Lieutenant Larry Rock, the 
fighting, fighting, what was his name? Hellcat? The fighting dog. No, what was his name? I can't even remember because it was so forgettable. Sergeant Rock's brother. Oh. The. Was he from another country? No. He was the, the battling war dog or the fighting war something. Oh, remember? You have to look at your spreadsheet. I'm going to have to. Hang on. <laughs> Shall I read it while you're looking it up? No. Fighting devil dog. Okay. Uh, but he's already gone. That was just the last issue, and now he's gone. Now we have Hunter, Captain Hunter. Okay. Uh, it's fine. I didn't like the fight, Devil Dog. No. Um, so don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your downloadable podcasts from. And also, don't forget to look for us on social media at GoGoJackPod. Yes. I anticipate within the next couple of months, I'm going to have something to promote. What? I'm doing research right now. Oh, on? Um, well, I think it's going to be on academic leadership, so it'll be something that people may or may not be interested in. Yawn. But I'm going to explore different intersections that come together to make the decisions that we do in academic leadership. Sounds hot. What about psychic <laughs> twins? You'd be mentioning that in your research? Uh, would it be more interesting if I worked the tarot into it? Like academic leadership uh, and the tarot? I should think so. Okay, well, I won't be doing that. Okay, but... well, more's the pity. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, I, I probably won't promote it here anyway. Okay, fine, fine, yeah. fine. Um, yeah, so what, what are we going to do next week, bud? Um, bud. Bud. Sorry, that's, but, my, but, that's my playful but, banter. Um, I realized that we skipped an issue of Adventure Comics, so we probably so should go back, back and do that because it features the Legion of Super Pets. No, no, you what? The Legion of Super Pets? Wait, wait, wait. So are we on? I don't um, think you have it. Okay, all right, cool. Um, yes, you do. That's it. Where the, that? This one? Here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Luck Lords. Oh, the yeah, we'll Legion. Definitely do that. We might have to record it in the car. Yes, but we can do that. Or we could try to record it if we're drunk. <laughs> I mean, no. it wouldn't be the first time, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, all right. We have a family wedding next week. Yes, yeah. So, but we'll, uh, we'll make it work. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone. Yeah. Did you want to tell about your tattoo that you got last week? Uh, I got a Celtic circle not work tattoo. Yep. Um, and it is incredibly vivid. Yes. Uh, it's a it's a circle, and I'm not going to put a picture of it. I mean, I, I have a picture of it that I suppose I could give you if you wanted to post it, but um, it's beautifully shaded with yellow and green, except that I appear to be having some sort of reaction to the black ink. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the doctor tomorrow to have it checked out. Fantastic. It's, it's, it looks okay. It's just very sore. Do you suppose they'll have to erase it and uh, suck all the ink out of your arm? That's not happening. Okay. Uh, I got a depiction of the Great Serpent Mound in Ohio. Yes. Um, because I like all my tattoos to be Paleolithic art. Yes, you do, which is very, it's a thing for you. And I like my tattoos to be Celtic. Sure. Well, so my, ta- my tattoo is about four inches by four inches. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Mine's yeah, not pretty, as big as yours. Yeah. But I can do more with it mine. <laughs> 
I think your tattoo is awesome. I can make mine wriggle like a snake. Like a snake. Can you make that snake dance? Mm-hmm. Look at that snake <laughs> dance. <laughs> well, we've clearly we run are, out of material. My favorite tattoo of yours is the one on your shoulder. Sure. I love that one. I've got a... You're going to finish it, too. Cave horse on my shoulder. From the well, Lesko, is that right? The cave paintings um, of Lesko? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. All right, we're done. Yes, here. we're done. Yes. Sorry, we kept talking, but we're done. Yep. Bye. Bye. In this dark and